Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. Whether you're new to the community or an old friend, we'll be delving deeper, sharing stories and finding out what it really means to be a pupil at Downhouse. In our third series, we'll be talking to our wonderful alumni. And in this episode, our host, Simon Jones, talks to Annabelle Roost, class of 2018, about the importance of being outward-looking, one of the characteristics in our DNA. Annabelle, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing very well, thank you. I had a big a submission this morning for university, so I got that done. And I had a nice little drive over to Downhouse and revisiting old memories, so everything's good. Thank you. And we're recording this in the evening at Downhouse, and I believe you just had supper here. How, how did that compare to how you used to have supper here beforehand? Well, Downhouse food is always fabulous, mm-hmm. but it's nice to be back and see some familiar faces and chat. And Downhouse will always be Downhouse cafeteria. It's always a fun place for people to gather and kind of talk about their day. So, yeah, it just felt like the same. So you're back down here then from Bristol. Tell us about what you're doing in Bristol right now. Yeah, so I'm working on my fourth year of my French and Italian bachelor's degree and really enjoying it. Last year I was on my year abroad in Switzerland and Italy, which was fabulous. I was working in Lausanne for a property um, housing solutions company and then I moved to Milan to work for a legal translation company. So yeah, just finishing up my languages degree and really enjoying being in Bristol and university in general. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming down the M4 to be with us here today. Tell us a little bit about what it was about Bristol that encouraged you to apply there in the first place. I was always pretty set on going to Bristol, to be honest. I just really enjoyed the city. I looked around there with my mum. We went to one of the open days and just the feel of the university was very open, very kind of youthful vibe. And the languages department, I looked at Warwick as well as one of the others just like choices that I had uh, they both had really good languages departments but I think Bristol as a city just won me over it's just got a very fun and different sort of feel than other cities I'd been to before and yeah I just could really see myself going there so decided went with it and yeah got in and the rest is history really enjoying it and yeah I can't imagine myself anywhere else and of course, given that you studied languages when you were here at Down, and actually we're recording this in Willis right now, and there's a little bit of traffic outside the door, which uh, is always good to hear the noise of students here. But you studied languages here, and you're doing French and Italian at Bristol. What is it about languages that appealed to you so much? So having grown up in Kenya with international parents, my dad is Dutch, and having always been sort of exposed to different tribal languages and language in general, my Dutch grandparents would always speak Dutch to each other and to my family. I just always found that I was surrounded by languages and it was something that I was good at throughout school and enjoyed. And they really opened doors. There was an Italian sort of community of people who come and do hotels in Kenya. And I thought to myself, oh, maybe I could work in an Italian hotel. Mm. So I was exposed to that. And I think when I was still in, in school in Kenya, we had trips to the Alliance Francaise and all of these different exposures to, to French and Italian abroad. And yeah, I just could always see myself being a people person and chatting. I love to chat. And so the idea of being able to chat to people of different na- nationalities and languages is something that really appeals to me. So yeah, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. And I'm awful at science and math. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely languages. Kenya sounds like a fun place to grow up. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, Kenya was amazing. I grew up there. My family on my dad's side moved out there in sort of 70s and were farming out there with cows. And my dad had a very rich childhood and went to school out there until he was 13. Then he went to boarding school in the UK. And my parents moved out to Uganda for a few years before I was born and then moved to Kenya when my brother and I needed to go to school. And I lived there until I was 18. Mm -hmm. So throughout my time at Down House, I was kind of going from Kenya to, to, to down. But growing up in Kenya was amazing. It was a really kind of great childhood, um, a really good upbringing because I was exposed to running outside and barefoot and climbing trees and just having a really innocent, fun childhood. So yeah, childhood was great. And then moving up to when I needed to go to secondary school, my parents felt that there'd be more opportunities in the UK for me to kind of bring my bring myself into different parts of my career and discover what it is I really want to do mm. so Downhouse was an obvious choice because they had such a a great link to to international outward looking and I remember that my housemistress when I joined an upper four Miss von Weissenberg was from Kenya herself and when my parents found that out it was a very easy fit that I'd come to down and mm. she would be my housemistress and it was yeah pretty set in stone from there. So I'm really glad that you mentioned about being outward looking because I imagine that to move from somewhere like Kenya to, to downhouse, you'd need to be outward looking in the first place. But tell us what that transition was like going from somewhere like that to somewhere like this. Well, for me, really difficult. I didn't take to it very well at first. I think in my first half of my first term, it was very hit and miss whether I'd be coming back to downhouse after half term. And yeah, I was really, really homesick. I struggled with being away from my parents. I struggled with adjusting from being at a mixed school beforehand to then being at all girls school. Boarding school in itself is really hard to adjust to, especially at the age of 13. And I don't know how people and girls start here at 11. I really take my hat off to them, the girls that start off at 11 so young. But it was really, really hard. And I wasn't sure if I was going to make it through. But I'm realizing as I get older and older that I take a bit of time to adjust and get used to a place. So once I had got over the initial culture shock, because mm. it was effectively a culture shock, mm. I was fine and I threw myself into Downhouse Life and got involved with the sport and the music side of things and drama eventually. Mm. And yeah, I was able to just put my kind of grief and anxiety to the side and really throw myself into and distract myself with, with Downhouse Life. And to what extent did the girls who are here help you with that transition? The girls who are here, I had a really good year in Holcomb. So I joined in Holcomb, really fun and nice and supportive. And no one, there was a lot of people had come in upper four, but there was a majority that had been there since removes. And, you know, you kind of muck in and everyone feels slightly awkward and you're trying to find a new dynamic, but it all worked out pretty well. But yeah, I was always consoled, consoled by the fact that people would be re like ready to give you a hug and there for you if you ever needed it, mm. which is something that's really special, I think, about Dan House is that I always felt, certainly myself, that I was supported in whatever I was doing. So you're in your fourth and final year at Bristol. And last year you were overseas. Tell us a little bit more about that. Where were you and what were you doing? Yeah, so I was working in Lausanne in Switzerland for the first six, seven months of my year abroad. I was working for a housing solutions company, which were providing short-term rentals to businessmen and women who were moving out to Lausanne and Neuchâtel, another city nearby. And yeah, I was working in the furnishing department. So I was making sure that all of the apartments had the right furniture or the right appliances or this, that, the other before clients moved in. 
and that was great because I had a car and I could drive around and I was very mobile and go to Ikea and do whatever I wanted to do and was kind of the master of my own destiny. Mm. I had tasks that I would have to fulfill during that day, but the order in which I did them was kind of up to me and I would just sign at the end of the day what I'd done, which was really great and I really enjoyed that autonomy. But then when I moved to Italy, it was a bit of a change because it was more tight restrictions with COVID Mm -hmm. in their red zone and I was working from home for a legal translation company working in marketing and editing. So I was doing quite a lot of lead generation on LinkedIn, but then also checking documents in English and French and Italian, which was really interesting, a lot more kind of, academic and static and office based even though I was working from home but lots of zoom meetings and this that the other which was really interesting and a good experience of the world of work actually Mm -hmm. but different in that I was not running around the place and chatting with people and having that social interaction as much because it was all through screens I went into the office a couple of days but It was, yeah, just bizarre communicating with people and kind of Mm. through screens and yeah, you feel slightly disconnected. So it was a good, good year abroad. I really, really enjoyed it and had a a great time in Switzerland and and Italy, uh, respectively, are great places to live. And yeah, no, I had a great time. But it sounds like you preferred Switzerland to Italy, partially because of COVID restrictions, of course. I would say, yes, I love them both. And I would say that Switzerland is probably where I've left my heart. I, I don't know why or what has happened but I've just completely fallen in love with it and sometimes you don't really have control over the places Mm -hmm. that you feel connected to but Italy was great and I will work there in the future I'm sure or would love to at some point but yeah I think with Covid unfortunately my experience of Italy was just a little bit changed Mm -hmm. and not quite how I had imagined it was going to be Mm -hmm. but that's to be expected and when you have things that happen that you don't really expect it's all about resilience and you know cracking on with what you've got rather than worrying about what it could have been well resilience is a great characteristic on its own of course how important do you think it is to immerse yourself properly and deeply in a new culture in a new environment in which you're stepping into super duper important it's really easy to just kind of take what you've been handed and just that's a given and when I was in Milan it was really easy to just stay with my English speaking housemates uh, who I worked with every single day and you know it was really easy to do that but it was really important to go and meet new people and engage on these Erasmus WhatsApp groups and kind of go on friend blind dates and meet up with random strangers and say hello like because obviously during covid restaurants and bars weren't really open or anything so it was a lot harder to meet people so i had to really do it actively and really kind of look for look for friends one of my friends from bristol her housemates were all italian and they invited us up for a barbecue up in the mountains near Milan and we all just had a great day by the pool chatting and having fun and I think it's sometimes it's super important to to go out and look for culture and look for people and look for immersion because it, it's not going to find you necessarily if you're stuck in well for me a situation where I was very kind of isolated and stuck behind a screen mm. and with Covid and in the world that we live in at the moment sometimes I think it's easy to take things for granted but we need to be more active and open-minded in the way that we approach life and yeah other culture. Mm. Of course when you're abroad and overseas somewhere it's it's quite easy these days to keep in touch with your friends back home friends in Bristol wherever they might be during their year out because we've got things like Instagram and Snapchat and and yeah. and all kinds of ways of keeping in touch. How do you get that balance right between immersing yourself, which we know is a good thing, and also keeping in touch with friends back home, which is also a good thing too? 
I would say that I definitely struggle with this because I'm a good thing about me is that I throw myself into everything that I'm doing. But I'd say that sometimes a bad thing about me is that I not lose perspective, but you kind of forget that there is a world going on and this is what, you know, you bubble yourself a little bit. And I think that the tendency is sometimes, and I think when I was at Downhouse, I also felt this, the Downhouse bubble, mm. is you feel that you're so caught up in this in this one particular world, but sometimes you just have to take a moment to, you know, have a deep breath and think, hmm, it's fine. This is, you know, not my reality. You know, it's just a small part of my life. There are other parts that are going on at the moment, but this isn't the be all and the end all. And I think it's super important to be open minded. And I think it's really important to to think about other people and to stay in touch with your parents. That's another really important takeaway from my sort of short time on the earth is to check in with your friends, check in with your family. And yeah, just don't lose perspective and be open-minded. Tell me about where your love of languages came from then. Love of languages. Well, I love to chat. I love people. That's kind of, for me, a given. So the idea of being able to chat to more people who speak different languages really appeals to me. And I was really into drama at Downhouse. I did a lot of theatre and musical theatre here. And so I think that languages, to an extent, is a performance or learning languages or speaking languages is all about kind of performing and learning lines or I say learning lines, learning vocab and, mm. and that kind of thing. And it's, I've always been good at it. And I, you, you know, things that you're good at and you know, things you're not good at. Mm. And I've always been good at languages. Mm. So for me, it was never, I never doubted that that would be what I would do. And to what extent would you say that Downhouse and your time here helped you to become more outward looking in your time after you've left the school? I think Downhouse and all the amazing opportunities and clubs and societies and sports that it offers really just taught me that there is so much that life has to offer. Mm. I was doing musical theatre, as I mentioned. I was playing the flute. I played, I was captain of the netball team. I was doing squash and tennis lessons. I was doing so much. And that was so important because I felt very well-rounded and very balanced and accomplished and you you learn wow I'm I'm actually good at playing the flute I you know I shot a goal in netball today that's great and you kind of learn that by doing loads and loads of different things you find fulfillment and you find you can look outwardly because you're engaging you're being outward with yourself you're you're not just sitting in your room and and being static you're being dynamic and you're you're looking for the next thing, which is what I think Downhouse really taught me, especially when I was choosing what I'm going to do further than university. I'm hopefully going to be moving to Switzerland next year and doing a master's is look, you're on looking for the next thing. You're always kind of enjoying the present, of course, but you're kind of thinking, right, this is going to help me in what way for the future? How am I going to use this to springboard me to the next place? And I think Downhouse and everything, all the opportunities that Downhouse have offered me yeah, really just helped me realise that there is so much that life has to offer. Mm. You've hinted at what you might be doing then after you graduate next year. Tell us a bit more about what your plans are there. Yeah, so I had initially thought that I was going to go into property following my job in Switzerland. But having done various bits of research and somehow I've fallen into doing a master's in luxury management in Switzerland at Lyon Institute of Higher Education, which is super exciting. Mm. And yeah, so I'll be starting there in the September of this year, doing a couple of semesters and then doing a placement with them. And I'm really excited. It's a new chapter. It's something different. I've done languages at uni now for four years. Mm -hmm. 
and I really want to get back to Europe. I really want to get back to Switzerland. And yeah, it's another chapter and it's another thing to look forward to and another thing to add to the outward looking and dynamicness, if that's even a word, of my life. Um, kind of throwing myself into every opportunity available. So yeah, I'm really excited. What would you say you're looking forward to the most then about that? I think just the opportunities that it's going to lead to because I'm going to have an opportunity to be studying with so many international students. It's notoriously international uh, as a school and just meeting so many new people from so many different walks of life and networking and sharing experiences and you know you're in Switzerland going skiing maybe you're checking out the lake or going on walks or just I think enjoying what that experience is going to offer me mm. and really just trying to make the most out of it I would say. No plans to go back to Kenya in that case? In the future definitely but at the moment my life is firmly in Europe mm. but yeah we'll have to see with what happens with Kenya. <laughs> and before we bring this to a close tell me one thing about your time at Down that you really enjoyed here. My friends, yeah, I would say Dan House has helped me make friends for life and friends that I'm still in touch with today and also how to manage friendships, which is an important skill that comes with having friends, is learning how to look out for people and be a friend yourself. So, yeah, friendships. And then one thing you'll miss about Bristol after you've left there? I think probably the city. I really love Bristol as a city and I think that as quite a lot of my friends are leaving university and feeling the pull to go to London, mm -hmm. I've not really felt that pull. I would probably, if I wasn't going to Europe again, probably choose to stay in Bristol. Mm. So I will miss Bristol as a city. So you feel like Bristol fulfills a lot of those things that you need from being in a city. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a great place and I feel so at home there and so happy there. So yeah, maybe just Bristol. Whereas well, one door closes, another one opens. Mm. So, but I will miss the door that's going to close when I leave Bristol, definitely. Annabelle, we do need to bring this to a close now, but I just wanted to say thank you for your time. It's been great hearing from your point of view the importance of being outward looking and about how the school has helped to shape you into the person that you are today. So thank, oh, you, thank you very much. Thank you very much, thank you very much for having me. So that was Annabelle talking all about being outward looking and her journey since leaving Downhouse School. Thank you, Annabelle, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It was great hearing from you. Now that's it for this episode. Our next one is coming out soon, but in the meantime, don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.